A year ago, as Iowa hit the first anniversary of dealing with COVID-19, healthcare workers had a plea. Use self-protection, like masks and social distancing, to keep the highly contagious coronavirus from spreading. Hospital beds were full, and the ability to respond to the pandemic was hampered by overwork and healthcare workers themselves getting sick. Certain days are harder than others. Um... You know, it kind of depends on what's going on. That was Lily Olson, a University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics floor nurse, um, talking with Iowa Watch in January 2021 as Iowans moved into year two of the COVID-19 pandemic. She was one of several healthcare workers with whom Iowa Watch spoke last winter during a report called Voices of COVID. The pleas for help already were aging. Do you get a sense that the general public has an understanding of what it's like for the patients and the healthcare workers on the floor? Um, unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> um, I wish they did. Even some of the nurses in our hospital still aren't quite fully grasping. I mean, they understand COVID is serious, but they don't understand how serious until they've floated to us. Now, as Iowa hits its second anniversary of COVID-19's first diagnosis in the state and heads into year three, the message hasn't changed. Their nurses are seeing um, death rates higher than they have traditionally in their careers. Jennifer Nutt, Vice President for Nursing and Clinical Services at the Iowa Hospital Association, speaking with Iowa Watch in January, still had the message almost a full year after last year's interviews, urging Iowans to take steps that protect them from COVID-19. Anytime the public can read anything about the stress in the hospitals, I know they've been hearing it for a long time. Um, More than 900 patients with COVID-19 as a primary or secondary diagnosis were in Iowa hospital beds in January's last days. That's according to the Iowa Department of Public Health. The count had been more than 1,000 earlier in the month. To compare, fewer than 60 were hospitalized last June. Nutt reminded people as Iowa Watch spoke with her that it's the regular flu season, too. At the hospitals, meanwhile, patient loads at intensive care units are high, as is the need for ventilators. Yeah, I think the plea for the public is um, for everyone that can get vaccinated, that they do get vaccinated, as well as getting their booster vaccine. The booster vaccine is showing good data that it is helping um, with the current variant, as well as seek, when you need medical care, seek the appropriate level of care. Iowans have experienced initial fears and confusion about COVID-19, holiday restraints, and a summer 2021 drop in infections and hospitalizations. Death has remained although the daily rate is lower than it was at the end of 2020. Iowans have seen the renewed growth in infections through variants that have made Delta and Omicron part of everyday talk, but also have more knowledge about the coronavirus. Nutt spoke with Iowa Watch for a story about the stamina needed to make the same pleas about COVID-19 protection over and over for two years and hope for results. In that story, Iowa Watch reported that healthcare workers and administrators are weary in 2022, thinking that the time they've spent warning people about COVID-19's effect on hospital workers has yielded little to help relieve the pressure. We hear the public complain about long wait times, but they can't visit their family member, all these other things that are going on in hospitals. But it really is that the public needs to remember healthcare workers are doing the best they can with the information they know. And we understand it's frustrating for the general public, um, but just to show compassion to our healthcare workers. Despite COVID-19 information fatigue, healthcare workers want people to keep hearing it. 
Here's University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics Chief Executive Shiris Gunasekaran at a January 13th news conference just before announcing he was leaving that position for a job in California. Um, you know, if it were up to our healthcare workers, they'd like us um, to be calling you on a daily and weekly basis because it's really difficult uh, for healthcare workers to be under this much strain, to be at this much workload for um, uh, for what they perceive to be preventable illness and that um, that there are solutions. And, and I've said multiple times that this pandemic is a is a very difficult marathon. And right now it's a really tough leg of the marathon. Um, we are tired. Um, we have a lot of staff out uh, on any given day, which is increasing workload to other uh, healthcare workers that are here. Healthcare workers Iowa Watch has talked with were careful not to get overly critical of specific political groups, but politics exists. That's the anti-mandate conservative political group Iowans for Freedom at the state capitol in Des Moines on January 10th, the first day of the Iowa legislature's 2022 session. They were calling on the legislature to prohibit by law any mandate for masks or vaccines as a work requirement in Iowa. Republican Governor Kim Reynolds says often she is against mandating that people wear masks or get vaccinated, although she has been vaccinated. She touched on the strain of the nursing shortages in Iowa during her annual Condition of the State address on January 11th, but tied her comments to a long-standing problem with shortages that others in healthcare agree exist, and training programs that can start as early as high school. Reynolds did not mention COVID-19's impact. In Pella, the High School Career Academy recently launched a patient care registered apprenticeship program that offers students hands-on experience in a variety of medical settings while at the same time earning a wage. Before they even leave high school, these students can become a CNA and then qualify to work as a lab or surgical technician. And within a few short years, they can go on to become an OB tech, RN, or BSN, all while being paid. This innovative approach and the public-private partnership that make it possible are what Iowa's education and healthcare systems need. So that's why we're launching a new healthcare registered apprenticeship program that will provide funding to at least five communities to scale what Pella has done. Jennifer Nutt at the Iowa Hospital Association said the nursing profession has struggled with shortages as nurses burn out or seek other lines of work and lifestyles. She said the political rhetoric now, though, isn't helping. Healthcare providers do have some frustration with how politicized this pandemic has become. Um, there are thoughts that if it was not as politicized and it was like any other disease that came out, that here's a vaccine, here's what works, there would not be the back and forth and political arguments about vaccines, if they're good or bad. Um, the healthcare providers would like people to follow science and not what politicians or political scientists are saying around the pandemic. There was guarded optimism a year ago among many healthcare professionals that reporting how badly COVID-19 harmed its sickest victims and how much stress dealing with the coronavirus had on the healthcare system would have an impact on people's behavior. A year later now, the testimonies continue. So do the questions. When will things slow down at hospitals, clinics, and doctor's offices? When can people stop wearing masks? 
When can life return to normal? When will this be over? I'm Lyle Muller for Iowa Watch.